hours. That's nice. Right, we're live. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right, so people come in. Sure, okay. If you're listening back to this, welcome to the Hallway Wrestling Podcast. Episode 3. A we're very... doing this one live because of inconveniences. We're live, by the way, Rain. This is going to get uploaded, and the idea is people listen back to it. Yeah, you know, let's... like the podcast. Let's talk about this. Let check if this is working. Three. There we go. Okay, I'm talking on the live stream. Just clicked onto it. Where, where um, we're, let's talk about this impromptu. Uh, uh, impromptu. The reason that we're doing a live. You're heading off to America tomorrow, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going on holidays. Going for two weeks. So there's either going to be two weeks of no podcast or two weeks of guests. I, I don't know which. Do you have any guests? Uh, I'm still working on it. We'll see. Uh, can you can you can you go onto YouTube and uh, yeah fucking I'm on the phone to Triple H and he's getting Finn Balor and Becky Lynch on but like they're very, they're very expensive anyway uh, can you I'd go on Finn Balor can you go on, yeah I would too can you go onto YouTube and uh, see what see if, if, if see what if it looks good sure I couldn't care how it looked to be honest <laughs> I'll play it so that it sounds horrendous. Can you go on? Yeah, I would too. Can you go on to YouTube? And, there you uh, go. Is there, is there people? It's all fine. Is there people listening? Uh, it says there's three watching now. But and oh, we got one fat like. Isn't that lovely? All right, let's go. What a time to be alive. Let's start the podcast then. Yeah, well, I did an intro. This has already been started. <laughs> idiot. Okay. Stupid idiot. Remember? Okay. Hello, everyone, and so, welcome to the Hallway Wrestling Podcast, episode three. I said that. I said that already. We're going again. You fucking idiot. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. News. We start with the news. This is going to be a rushed podcast, by the way, because I, I thought this would be finished an hour and a half ago. So I'm very yeah. sorry. But uh, okay, we're just going to start sorry. off, as you can judge by the thumbnail, we're all about fun, fun and last, but we're going to start off with some. Sad news that one of the most influential uh, indie wrestlers in the world, uh, Adrian Lionheart McCallum of ICW fame, recently passed away on Monday, I think it was, yeah. uh, at the age of 36. And uh, the respect for everyone involved, we're not going to discuss anything else about what could have happened. Uh, he On Sunday night, last Sunday, he faced off against an Irish guy, uh, an Irish guy put his world title on the line, and Lionheart put his ICW title on the line, and uh, they went yeah. they went toe to toe, and Lionheart won. And then the next day, the news broke, and it kind of shook everyone. I mean, I was talking to Morden Highblads at OTT the other night, and they were saying that they, he helped them train them. And I mean, watching all the Lionheart stuff, he was very, very wow. good. Like as I was just telling you before he we went live, the uh, Joe Hendry thing, where Joe Hendry. When Lionheart was a heel, Joe Henry to the tune of Seven Nation Army. One of his entrance videos was Lionheart is a fanny, and uh, and then Lionheart rolled with that, and he's had fanny merch ever since. I'm pretty sure one yeah, of his finisher got moves. It over, man. He has fanny in one of his finisher moves. I think one of uh, I think his finisher move was. I'll look it up now, but yeah, um, just want to start off with that, and I, I've donated to pay for his funeral, and uh, just want to say. It's I mean, obviously his family won't be listening, but just sending out their condolences before we get into the uh, it's just side really of sad news. Like it is, yeah. It's 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 it hits it hit it hit a lot of people. It went blew up on Twitter. I mean, there's so many people that loved him, and there's videos coming out of what uh, like him at parties and stuff. And he just seems like a great guy, and he seems like he helped all the young lads. I mean, like he trained helped more than hype when they they went over there, the Kings of the North, and everything. So. uh yeah, so hopefully his family's okay, and they're having a, an event this weekend to raise money. So hopefully that goes well. And uh, 
Yeah, I'm sure it will. There's been a lot of support for him. So. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to lighter news. Yeah. Um, there was a wedding in the past week. Drake Drake Maverick had a wedding. Oh, there's two weddings. Um, sure, I I only know this one, but like, he had this beautiful wedding, and the new WWE 24/7 champion. He's having this lovely wedding. He's just gotten married. He's done the kiss thing to his wife, who's fairly good looking, I gotta say. Um, so good on him. Probably, yeah. Um, and then he's walking down the aisle with her in hand. He's showing off his belt because he wore it as he got married. When all of a sudden, at the end of the aisle, he sees a referee. And who fucking comes in? But R-Truth gets in with a roll-up and wins the championship back on his fucking <laughs> wedding day. It'd be so much better if the ref was wearing like a striped suit. He was... It's amazing. What about fucking that commitment? Like, like that's so good. It is. And then they had the King Maxwell thing as well. Yeah. Which is, uh, I thought, I thought Maxwell won the title. Uh, I couldn't tell you. No. Um, but like, man, Maverick's really, he, he's like taking this and ran with it, you know? Uh, someone just put in the chat, when's the next Indie Corner episode? I have no idea. I mean, did you not see, we were supposed to go live like two hours ago. I have no idea what's going to go on. This is, there was supposed to be an NXT re-review, but you know, <laughs> I'll, I'm working on it. <laughs> I have one recorded. I just can't get it up for whatever reason. Uh, Stephen um, just said, uh, Stephen said, I may never recover from showing you how this works, Rain. I pox on you. I'm sorry, Steve. I'm really, really, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really, really, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, if it makes you feel better, Steve, I've had to sit here and listen to Rain get angry at this computer for like two hours. <laughs> so, this and is, I have a plane to catch it live to get up like 5 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> this is Steve, uh, from the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, a great podcast. Yes. It is, yeah. indeed, it is indeed, and it's a lot more smooth than ours, but we're in episode three, and they're, near, they're nearing episode 100. Which is insane. Um, yeah. Good on them, though. Seem like nice guys. Uh, okay, what we... Um, yeah, the Next web- piece of news. Uh, I've got... CM Punk. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my news, you first, you fuck, as always. And then you all... <laughs> it's always in like the second piece you interrupt me, and I have to explain that I'm doing mine first. Um, I, I didn't even get my news in the first one. We were like... I don't know. My, you just said all my news. Yeah, and it was easy. Um, CM Punk. Oh yeah. CM Punk has tweeted out that since I can't have fun and tweet about movies or baseball without you telling me about wrestling, here's a question for you. Why do you spend time on something you hate? If it's so bad, leave it. I did. Works wonders. I look forward to the intelligent discourse. I like the last line a lot. It's funny. Oh, and then there's just people just coming in and being like, are you coming back? Are you coming back? Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. No, I he's mean, go- he's gonna do it. I mean, the appearance where he just takes the piss. I mean, he's doing his commentary. So, yeah, he's commentating. He's uh, Bellator, right? Yeah, I don't even know why he was such a shit UFC fighter. It was. Absolutely- oh yeah, some wrestlers do that. Look at Baron Saxton, Corey Graves, and David Otunga. But his you know? his second fight, your man got fired afterwards for taking the piss. <laughs> That's why he's fucking commentating? Like, like I'm not gonna. Can't knock a guy if he enjoys no. it. Fair enough. Yeah, not to be fair. Yeah, okay. If if he's got knowledge on it, that's fine. I just miss him. Honest to God, imagine him in this product these days. Just this I don't stay, know. He's stay. probably lost it at this stage. He's been gone for a long time. Yeah, he's you. You don't lose promos like that. I don't think. Yeah, but you lose the wrestling ability, and that's always for me yeah. been a big selling point for him. Anyway, I think he's gone for good. Nikki Bella, I think she was on Jimmy Fallon. And she said that she has a cyst on her brain and yeah. another herniated disc um, above where she had her neck surgery. So yeah. she's done in the ring. Yeah. 
So fully retired, which is a pity because she actually had gotten much better. Yeah. But at least in her, um, at least in her fucking final match, it was the main event of the first ever women's pay per view, and it was putting over Ronda Rousey. Uh-huh. So you know, and she, know. yeah, she's got her wine. She's got, she's got her new boyfriend. Her new boyfriend. She's got Bella Brains. Uh, that yeah. po- that podcast. What is it? Uh, Rock was it? Bra, bra, bra or no bra? All them important, all them important topics that they discuss on the wonderful Bella Brains podcast. Jeez, um, I don't. She's got total divas, total Bellas. She got everything. And Daniel Bryan plays like that quiz game. Daniel Bryan just suits that role perfectly. Yeah, I love Daniel Bryan. No, Daniel Bryan just like he quizzes them, and no offense, oh. no, no offense <laughs> to the Bellas, but they're really stupid. And Daniel Bryan's quite smart. Daniel Bryan's a fucking genius compared to them, man. Oh, um, did you see? We'll get on to SmackDown in a while, but um, uh, next bit of news. Was... Alvarez, Brian Alvarez has said that there apparently last week's a meeting and Vince was just like, no more wrestling during commercial breaks. What, sir? Are they just going to stop? I saw this and I was like, are they just going to stop during the commercial break? Well, we won't be talking about it this week, but on the most recent Raw, there's a whole lot of like elimination matches and they find lots of reasons to stop a match oh, two and then three. restart it. Yeah. Like, um, there was a match between Ricochet and AJ Styles, and basically uh, the club came out, and AJ Styles was like, hey, we're not, I'm not getting back into the ring and fighting until you guys get out of here. And then it cut to break, and when they came back, they restarted the match. There's five people listening. Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, I guess. I'm, uh, your sister's in here too. Anyway, um, oh yes, what she's saying because I I don't have the chat in front. Of it's me. an it's an emoji, so doesn't matter. Okay, read out any chat thing that comes in. Yeah, they just said the audio is really good. Uh, is good. that is that someone in Dublin complaining about getting up early for a flight? Yeah, Kieran. <laughs> it's true. I'm an entitled bastard. All right. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> before before Kieran starts on Rory in the chat, we're gonna. I feel like a prick now. Um, Brian Lars oh. Sullivan, he's out for six to eight months, which is a lot more than we thought it would be. Let's just be honest. When they say six to eight months, I don't know if they're giving him the Cena treatment, but he'll probably be back in three months. They've uh, they've been known to over exaggerate out times. You know what I mean? They 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 did I, that with they did that with Cena to make him look like a superhero. I'd say to do that with Lars. I don't know. I, I'm going to assume in six to eight months. I don't know why they bother lying. Yeah, it's not like he's going to get a massive pop. You know. When he comes back, he hasn't been around long enough to get it. You oh, know? oh, Jesus! Lars has spare time. Fucking delete every Reddit and yeah. Instagram app on his phone before he gets bored. He needs to, man. It's pretty rough. Um, I don't know. He's not even that awful. It's just that he said some questionable shit, and he's not that good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. He, he, they fucked up his feud badly, as they did with loads of people, but uh. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even fucked up that bad. It was just kind of the wind was taken out of it. I don't want to like wish bad on anyone, but like I don't really care that he's out. Being brutally honest, no, I don't care. But like I'm not glad he's gone. No, me neither. I don't like to see people injured. As, be, I, I, as a certified cripple myself, like, jeez, but... okay. Anyway, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't wish that on anyone. No, um, not at all. For reference, this is so. I didn't think we were doing the podcast, and this is so last minute. I'm just. I'm going through the top posts of last week. 
in squared circle for my news. Yeah. So if, if it sounds like I'm just kind of go buying time, it's because I am. Um, Kurt, here's, here's a bit of filler news. Kurt Angle has tweeted, okay, I see it too. Many of you think Thanos looks like me. I see some resemblance, but I swear he's not my son. I already have one bastard child to worry about with Jason. I don't need another. Lol. Hashtag. It's true. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, 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 you find news. Will I go through this Seth Rollins versus Will Ospreay thing? Oh, yes. There's some actual news. Yeah, go through yeah, that. Yeah, Seth Rollins versus Will Ospreay. And by the way, it's a work. They're, gonna, they're doing a WWE versus New Japan Supercard, and they're setting up the main event here. Are you serious? No. Okay, thank you. No for. fucking way. I thought you were retarded for a second. Okay, so this started with Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth Rollins is, was getting a bit of ahead of himself. No, no offense, but we're not going to sure. like. I'm not going to be like. Oh, I'm not going to be like. I hate on WWE and everything. But the first tweet came out a day ago during Stomping Ground, and it was doubling down, best pro wrestling on the planet. See that cruiserweight triple threat? That's just one night and and one match amongst many. Find anyone else alive who does what I do as well as I do as often as I do it. You can't. So there's kind of two things jumbled into one there. Did, he's talking about the Cruiserweight Triple Threat match between uh, Drew Gulak, Akira Tozawa, and yeah. Tony Nese, which was a good match, but it wasn't the best Cruiserweight title match no. I've seen by any stretch. I mean, Buddy Murphy's matches were unbelievable, the Mustafa Ali stuff. And I don't know why he pointed out the Cruiserweight Triple Threat match, but um, then he said no one could do as well as I do. And then but the day before, sorry, I just, uh, I'm going through all my screenshots here. The day before, uh, he tweeted best pro wrestling on the planet, period, in retweeting the probably the worst worded tweet by WWE ever. WWE superstars look to kick butt and take names at WWE yeah. stomping ground. Anyway, so then. Uh, I, I imagine the reference to like doing it more often is because he does a house show like five days a week. Yeah. I'm, I. Like, I don't I don't follow Osprey too closely personally, but I, I can't imagine he puts on a good match five days a week. Uh he put on like six five star matches during the best super juniors. He was in the ring for like four hours in two weeks or five hours. So oh, yeah, no, but that that's an exception. Rollins does it literally every week. I know, but the thing is here this is what they they were they were this is what came next. Uh Will Osprey retweeted the tweet where he was talking about who does it better than me. And I love Will, Will Ospreay just retweeted with, I'm alive. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Seth Rollins retweeted Will Ospreay's tweet saying, oh, I'm sorry, little guy. We already have a better version of you here. And he just won his first US title tonight. Congrats, Ricochet. Keep working oh. hard, though, buddy. Anyway, but Ricochet, Ricochet and Ospreay are really, really good friends. So I don't know how Ricochet would have felt about that. I'd say he would have pulled him up and said, what the fuck are you saying to my best friend? Oh, I'm sure there, I'm sure this is totally fine. Like, I. Rollins loves wrestling. They both do. I'm sure they have a lot of respect for each other. Imagine this isn't that. like fucking Ryback is tweeting towards um, Osprey or anything, you know? Yeah, but imagine that match. Fucking hell. Hook it. Oh, I'd adore that. That'd be insane. And then some guy who's verified called Yamal Yazim or whatever tweeted, Seth, I love you, but seriously, dude, dial it down a notch. And Seth Rollins retweeted it. Nah, dog, let me dial it up. I've sat back and watched <laughs> I've sat back and watched idiots with no clue talk poorly about the place I dedicate my life to every hour of every day in all block capitals. The level I perform at on a constant level is untouchable. Time to let him know. Seth then, Rollins is, in fairness, arguably one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. He is. And then the cage side seats were retweeted after like 
Stomping Ground was okay, but not the best. It was re- it was a better preview than I thought it was going to be. It was good. It was a really solid yeah. show. I think it's one of the best ones this year, to be honest. Yeah. Rem- he, the cage uh, said, remember when Seth Rollins said WD had the best pro wrestling in the world? Seth Rollins retweets, obviously. He goes, sure do, dorks. And after that, <laughs> and after that preview, I stand by it even more. The crew brought it tonight from top to bottom and all that. So fair play to him for standing up for his product. Oh, in yeah. fairness, for, for, every, for everything surrounding that show, all the negative buzz of like, it's my next news piece. Apparently, there's only like four to five, four thousand to four thousand five hundred paid attendance. It's an empty thing. Everyone thought it was going to be shit. Everyone thought the build was shit, and it's actually a very good pay per view. You got to give him props for that, and I can see why he'd be defensive, and everyone backstage would be happy with their performance. You know, they really seem to give it their all. Yeah, and then. Uh... Rory, Rory's uh, message in the comments uh, is being held for review. If any of you pricks talk shit about IT work, I'll have the same reaction. Jesus. <laughs> Don't push me. Um, I would never, Rory. Apparently, Will has worked more dates in the last six months than Rollins, uh, Rory says, um, which is pretty interesting. We'll have to look that up. And then the last bit really? of news I have. Wow. The last bit of news. Like, sure, he's going to be in every tournament. He's broken. Like, he's really beat yeah, up. Yeah, I suppose. And like, plus, I he takes when I, when I when I think about that, I kind of just ignore tournaments. But yeah. no, I, I guess he does work a lot of those, doesn't he? Fuck. Yeah, we ha- and he's going to have like six five star matches coming up next week. I wonder will it die down now that he's exclusive to New Japan? Oh, I won't die. The G one's coming up. It's fucking oh, dialing fuck up. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, you're right. Will Ospreay's winning, winning everything. Anyway, um, and then the last bit of news I have is Rollins going on a podcast. I'm not. I don't know the podcast because obviously this is so last minute. Rollins went on a podcast yeah. and they were talking about um, Moxley or Ambrose or whatever. And he was saying about what do you think about Jericho, the Talk of Jericho podcast? And this is a very interesting response for someone who I I I, I, assume, I don't know about you, but I assume that they're best mates. And they t- I, I thought they'd be the people who like talk even though he left. Yeah. Um, Ambrose can do what he wants. He's a big boy. He's got his big boy pants on. He can go out there and say whatever he wants, but the bottom line is not everyone is equipped to handle the rigors of the WWE and the schedule and how it affects you mentally and emotionally. Ambrose gave everything he had to the company for the entire time he was here. He put his heart and soul into travel and the schedule and the injuries and the work in the ring and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, he took his ball and went home or went somewhere else at least. That's... Uh, I could see why he would feel that way. Because Seth Rollins has had his fair share of terrible booking and shit. Um, so I, I, I could see... It's, it's clear in his mindset, he's very much a company man. And yeah. he's like... He's just kind of thinking, I just got to get through this. And if it gets better, it gets better. If it gets worse, it gets worse. I'll just keep doing my best. I, it seems he's never going to leave WWE. No, I know. He, do, he doesn't seem to. It doesn't sound like he outright dislikes Dean Ambrose or anything. No, Moxley, but, but it, it was really passive aggressive at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's the context of the interview. Yeah, Steve said Vince wrote every word. That's like that's a fair point because Vince has been speaking to Sami Zayn's arsehole these days and whenever yeah. whenever Vince wants to say something, he can just get someone else to say it. Like it's. It's not a yeah, problem. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised. It's not a problem. I mean, like, like Moxley, like, I mean, Moxley did f- go off on them, to be fair. So we have to, like, we can't just be like a one way street anti WWE. Yeah. I mean, but Seth- also, in fairness, he did it in the best way anyone has left the company recently, which is, aside from obviously asking for your release and getting it granted, which is he played along. He did everything he was asked every time. He did give it his best. He never phoned yeah, it no. in. 
he never just ignored what was happening. He didn't do a Sasha Banks and just leave entirely. Yeah, he no, committed, you know. Yeah, Rollins is to be fair. Rollins's tweets just sounded really fucking scripted. They just they didn't sound like they would be coming from his own mouth. I think he's pissed off. I think he's pissed off with the reception to Stomping Ground and anything, everything that's happened since Mania. His match was terrible. The booking of the match was terrible. The Stomping Ground. Yes, I thought it, it was. It I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was good. I was like actually surprised. Everyone can agree. Everyone in the chat and everyone here can agree. It would have been the best thing ever if Brock Lesnar was a special guest referee. And then when both of them are down, they both hit each other with a clothesline or whatever. And then Brock starts doing the actions with himself. He's like, he, yeah. he, he, he like calls for the, someone to come down. And then he runs in and he's like, he's like doing the, will I, won't I with himself. It would have been. Really? Br- it are you been- sure? Are you sure? Just to himself. Yeah, it would have been brilliant. Or just get like um, a, pup- or just get puppet Brock. We'll talk about it later, but I, I genuinely think, and I don't, although I don't, I didn't love the match. Lacey being the special guest referee, that's fucking really smart, man. Yeah, that's really clever, I think. But anyway, yeah, Rollins, he's he's obviously angry in those tweets. I'm ob- if you haven't noticed, I'm going to be a massive fucking apologist for him because I do love him. I do, um, love, I do love Seth, but like, just oh, like put him in. Put him in something interesting. Like we have these AJ Styles heel turn against Ricochet now. That's gonna be fucking unreal. Put Rollins in a decent storyline. It seems like all all three big baby faces coming out of WrestleMania have had shit feuds, and yep. it's really affected the overall product. And I think it's the people they've been against. Well, it's definitely the people they've been against. Look at fucking Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin, Lacey Evans, and Dolph Ziggler. Just doesn't work. No. When Dolph Ziggler saying the same thing every week, it would have been good if he changed it. The ending, we're going to get onto that, but the ending to that match was fucking class. It was really good. It was re- um, Anyway, fucking Champa, 15 weeks post-injury now. He's on Twitter. One tweet. Oh, Fuck yeah. Adam Fuck Adam Cole. Brilliant. And That's then he's going to be amazing. Yeah, he's on Celtic Warrior workouts as well. Which is, uh, and they're going to, it looks like they're going to end the feud, the him and Gargano feud at the WrestleMania. Thing. Oh, I And wait. I cannot wait. That sounds amazing. And I cannot wait for Roderick Strong to get the belt and just all to be together. Oh, oh, fucking! Oh, oh. look at that beef. <laughs> They're not beefy. Oh, I, that like that could be insane. Oh, it could. But then they're gonna c- get called up, and then uh, Adam Cole's gonna be part of the uh, part of Mojo Rawley's fucking oh. new new group called the Blue Telly Toby Club or whatever. I don't know the Blue Telly Toby Club. I don't know. Did you see? Have you seen this thing where like Mojo Rawley on Instagram just creeps up behind Alexa Bliss? Yeah, that's old. There was no, no, no. There was a new. There's a new one. Huh? There's, maybe it's just weird. a callback. I don't mm. know. I don't mind yeah. Mojo. Anyway, um, okay. Is that all the news? Or are we gonna? Do you have any more? Uh, I don't have any more. No, we probably should get onto Raw, the Raw Go Home Show for Stomping Ground. Uh, sure. Let me just. Type that up. I'm just going to read the notes off Squared Circle, by the way, for reference. I'll, I'll, I'll say who wrote them. But Squared Circle, every fucking week, have a really good recap of what's happening yeah. in their post-Raw thread. Yeah, and no. If you're too lazy to, or just do not have the time to sit down and watch three or five hours of wrestling every week, they're really fucking helpful. Yeah, once you once you say it, I'll remember what happened, because they were two good shows this week, to be fair. They were decent. They were. It was more they were good compared to like the last you know couple weeks. Mm. Um. Yeah. No. Gee. Uh, I. I'm. I'm going with like while we're waiting. I'm going for a fucking Osprey. Osprey and Naito. Uh, G1 final. Osprey. Uh. Yeah. It could be. I could. Oh. Naito's winning as well. 
double, sure. Double, I, I don't follow too much double champs. New Japan, so whatever, uh, whatever you say, I guess. When we follow, when we were when we were talking about that, that Juice Robinson thing where he just screamed each shit. <laughs> just fucking good. Like, okay. They, Here we go. I have the I have right, a kick off go. with Elias who says he'd rather be anywhere else than LA. Oh wait, do you have any chat notes? Is anyone saying anything? Uh no, just some J underscore X. They can reveal their real name because I think we might know them, but what's he saying? Uh Rollins has been very poor recently and stuff like that, but I think we know him. Uh that's my brother James. Oh, is it okay, cool. Hi James. Anyway, let's go. I don't know. Rollins has been good. It's just his booking. He's never been a, the best place anyway. Um, yeah, Elias comes out, says he was invited to be there by Baron Corbin, puts on referee tank top. Seth then comes out and attacks him, you know, steel chair and all that. And he says, if anyone sides with Baron Corbin, you're going to get hit by a steel chair, which is good. I like badass at Rollins. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's... I like I like it, but it kind of got overworked at the end of the towards the end of the show yeah probably did maybe i don't know do it one or once or twice better than generic him him or whatever (laughs) ricochet oh then there's um five five bloody five way fatal five way oh yes what they call it yeah it's a fatal five way that's so stupid five they have fatal four way like don't they five pack challenge no because they have a six pack challenge yeah, but it's like uh, it should be called a Finn Balor match because one of Finn Balor's abs is fucked. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, sure. Uh, um, look, the, the, Finn Balor's left ab is really weird. Well, he's a gorgeous man. How dare you? Um, fucking Ricochet wins a fatal flyway between Ricochet, Cesaro, Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, and The Miz with the winner becoming the number one contender for the United States Championship and getting a match at Stomping Ground. Yeah, what's with Braun Strowman doing lucha shit? Braun and Lashley were actually really good in the ring together. They seemed like they they had like the, all these matches they've been having against each other. They, their sequences were pretty good. But Braun, yeah, like I'm, fine. Braun's looking, sorry, Braun's looking fucking ripped as well. I think Braun was Braun's trying to get. In, I've heard I heard from a lot of like YouTube I've been watching. Braun's just trying to get into like get into shape where he's like, uh. Where where he's like he can compete with the like the crew the crew more cruise right guys and he's looking absolutely ripped. There's no not one ounce of fat on him. Well, he's he's been ripped for a while. He just never fucking takes his shirt off. Leave Fergal alone, you monsters! I am leaving him alone. All I said was, if you look at one of his abs, Steve, it looks a little bit weird. You're a monster. You're disgusting. I'm not a, I'm not a monster. He's great. He's great looking. I wish I had his abs. All right? I never said he wasn't good looking. I want his abs too. I need to use I watched him. his. I watched I him coming to... out at the draft, like when he was first announced to be in the oh, roster. Yeah, and I have never seen so many straight guys. I fuck another dude before. Yeah, no, <laughs> it is amazing. Listen, I need to use a mirror now. I oh, want. Wow. Trust me, I want his abs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. Um, but yeah, the... Fatal Five was good. I enjoyed it. I'm not body shaming Rory. I'm just pointing out that one of his abs <laughs> fucking hate crime. Fucking, now we're getting reported. Anyway, oh wow, Finn Finn Balor is gorgeous. Didn't have a fucking match on Stomping Ground. Are you kidding me? No, he had what a dark. I, I think he had a dark match with Shinsuke on SmackDown. But yeah, I heard that was great. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Braun Strowman was moving pretty fucking quick, and he loves doing his little cartwheel. It was a good match. It was a good match, and uh, the right winner. 
Yeah, who I predicted last week. You said it would be Strowman, idiot. I'm sorry that I can't predict the future. I'm, well, I'm, I can, so. I'm the indie guy. You're, you, you, said, you, said, you said Thatcher and Haskins wasn't a good match, so. I said it was the worst match in the card. That was fucking wrong. What is the worst match in the card? Just against Puma King. That was funny, though, wasn't it? <laughs> it was funny, but it was fucking awful. Whatever, we'll talk about that later. Or will we? I don't know how long I can do this for. Um, Derail the show. Mission Ricochet celebrating. Joe attacks him from behind. Um, yep. But Ricochet then the low bridges him and hits a tope on Joe. I don't know what a tope is. I can't remember. Torpe, I watched this a week ago. Tor- Torpe Kong Hilo. Oh, okay. Is, is that just short for it? Sure. Okay, whatever. Yeah, Torpe um, Kong Hilo. Becky says she'll beat Lacey. It's just another Becky Lacey thing. Oh yeah, just fucking yeah. copy, copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste. Control, yeah, control. Kind of, whatever. Um, backstage, the revival enters Shane McMahon's VIP lounge where they toast champagne with oh, Shane yeah. and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, this was all right. I didn't mind this, but it's just Shane for like yeah. fifteen minutes. Um, Baron Corbin says he will have a replacement referee by the end of tonight, and he'll announce on the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens show. Seth attacks Baron from behind with the with a steel chair and says he still has more work to do tonight. I dig it. Yeah, it was good. Until, he beat, until he beat up a nice guy. Yeah, whatever. And Daniel Bryan comes out with Rowan and says he understands why the McMahons needed to bring him as a wildcard tonight. It's because both Raw and the city of Los Angeles suck, which is true. How? Oh, yeah. How many fucking LA, LA are shit comments were there? Everyone, uh, all the heels said something. No one LA. likes LA. People in LA don't like LA, man. Yeah, they're all arrogant. It, it's the smog capital of America, but it's full of ignorant and impotent people. Doesn't impotent mean you can't have kids, or is that something else? <laughs> no idea. If that, I don't know. If that's what it means, then that makes that so much better. Luckily, <laughs> luckily for them, he and Rowan are there to uplift, educate, and excite them. Oh, is he going to excite them? That's lovely. And Brian says he will excite them by destroying Seth Rollins and prove that even one half of the world's tag team is better than the entire Universal Championship division. Oh yeah, I just yeah, remember- we had Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins in this match. Yeah, I just remember. Card. I just remember the fucking the tag team titles they have. Can they not turn them into those wooden titles? Yes, they should. Yes, please. Because that would be amazing. Yes, please. The last one. The last ones were so nice. And then if like if Dozovic and Tucker, if Heavy Machinery win, like they just like make like kebab skewers out of the belts because they love kebab a bit of barbecue. skewers because they love a bit of barbecue. Sure, okay. You're not seeing them on the. I've not seen their Instagram. No, I don't you follow know, them on Instagram. Those keep like, my follower and following ratio going, bro. Dozovic is always like, "Oh, Tucky, we got some steaks, we got some wieners." Oh, this is funny. Oh, fucking hell! Yeah, he was actually great at something. Um. It was twenty four seven stuff. Oh, just, sorry. You know, sorry, Kieran. You know, uh, attack. Yeah, what? Roy said you're right. It means you can't get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Then that's, I love Daniel Bryan even more now. Okay, let's go. Oh, yeah, twenty four seven stuff. Um, it's just generic. Like everyone's attacking them and they get away. Yep. Uh, no, they don't. No, they don't. They don't get away. No, they do. Hang on. The rushes under the ring, but pulls out Titus O'Neil instead. Truth and Mel are able to escape through the crowd with the mob in hot pursuit. There you go. Drake Maverick. You fucking... Yeah, that happens later, doesn't it? Oh, okay. Okay, we're going through. Like I thought you were just talking about the whole segment. 
No, no, no. This is like this is in chronological order, and it doesn't include matches. Matches are at the top, so I'm gonna have to go through those separately. Okay, all right, all right, no problem. Keith gets attacked by Drew. It's fine. Um. Oh, you know that was good. I really liked that, like callback, and I was like, oh yeah, three MB are good. And then the best bit about that was, did you see the revival? <laughs> yeah, picking up all the money. <laughs> uh, the revival are they're getting something of a push. Oh, I know. Scott Dawson is just fucking hilarious. So yeah. Oh, there's a uh, there's a really long segment. Oh my gosh, what is this? I'm just gonna read it straight through, and because I cannot chop this down. Kevin Owens welcomes us to the return of the Kevin and Sammy show and introduces their guest Baron Corbin. Sammy tells Kev, kills, blah, blah. Sammy tells Corbin this is a safe space, a safe working environment, unlike the rest of WWE, where Seth is able to randomly attack people like himself and allies. Sammy yeah. says, due to what happened last week, he won't make himself eligible to be the referee. And Owens does the same out of solidarity. Baron says that after so many people lined up to be his ref, he picked out the perfect man to count 1, 2, 3, EC3. EC3 comes out and is unsurprisingly attacked by Seth Rollins. Did you just take a picture? I'm just putting it up on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> picture, I'm trying. I'm, oh. um, he, beats down, he, he beats down EC3 on the stage as Corbin... Owens and Zayn watch. They don't help him, they just watch. Three on one. You should help him. Like. Um, Seth goes to the back and Corbin asks if he really if he will really take away the opportunity of another up-and-coming superstar, but it's back to the drawing board. Yeah, he needs to... Are you still there? It looks like Kieran's gone for a minute. I don't know where Kieran's gone, but... uh. We'll get Kieran back now. This is absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, they're, he's talking about EC3. He's got the notes. I don't have them. So, anyone got any questions in the chat while I'm waiting for Kieran? Just putting his email to get him back. Uh, come back, Kieran. Come back. That this is why I'm the Marty Janetti and he's the Shawn Michaels. Um, like we already said this. He, I'm I'm the Marty Janetti and I'm, I I need I need him. Uh, whoever really big muscles is hello. Uh, yes, panic, Rory. Yes, panic. Kieran, come back. Kieran, come back. Anybody got any questions in the chat while we're waiting for Kieran to come back? Anything at all? Because he's got the raw notes, so. WD is shite. Yeah, I'm the indie guy, so I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of getting sick of it. I, I'm, I'm I'm not watching full raws at the moment, full smackdowns, because I'm just not in, I'm just not invested in it. Um I didn't mind stomping ground, and I'm gonna watch SmackDown tonight because we've got no work tomorrow. But uh, yeah, they need to do something, and they need to start putting on some decent. They start need to let the shackles off. Um, yeah, they need to let the shackles off their superstars and just. Uh, would you ever kick Kieran off the pod? No, I wouldn't. 
Um, this might be a three-hour show, Rory. To be honest, this might be the fucking going up there raw if Kieran doesn't come back. I'd say his fucking laptop went out of battery or something, and he's trying to get it back on. Um, but yeah, it's just getting very mentally draining. Uh, my line that was crossed when somebody skated up to the commentary desk with the delicious Sonic. Oh yeah, they did those fucking ads, didn't they? Them like Sonic boom shakes and stuff. It's just all about ads. Is Kieran is back? Are you back? Did you see my face for a second? No, we did, no one saw your face. Thank. Excellent. He I'm shot so sorry me. for that. Oh my god, you should have heard me. And no, like we've confirmed that I'm the Marty Janetti here. I'm the Brian Alvarez. I'm in the. No, I, I put on. I put on the thing there. I heard you talking. Apparently, Raw is shit according to you. Fuck you. I love Raw. No, it's just in, gen in, in general, it's just like I'd much prefer the Indies. For example, we'll just go before we go back into what the 24 7 is. Did you see Darby Allen against John Moxley? Did you see the clip? No, I haven't seen that yet. Basically, for people watching, and people probably already know, but John, Mo John Moxley and John Moxley and Darby Allen had a match, and Darby Allen had a Darby Allen nearly flattened me and Kieran. We'll talk about that later. We nearly got flattened by Darby Allen and Scotty Davis. That was amazing. Oh my god, we fucking nearly died. <laughs> anyway, Darby Allen gets his hands cranked up on his back by Moxley. And you just think, okay, they're just going to do something. Darby Allen hits a fucking Pele kick. Goes onto the top rope with a drop kick and kicks Dina, uh, Moxley out of the ring. And Jeez. then he, and then all of a sudden he runs at the ropes, does a Torpe Kong Hilo through the middle rope with his hands handcuffed behind the back. And lands it perfectly on top of Dan, uh, Ambrose. And then Ambrose, pro sorry, Moxley. Moxley gets him back. The, gets him back Fake the ring. Death, Death Rider DDT and wins. But fucking Darby Allen, I should have got a picture with him. I should have got some merch. Yeah. Anyway, um, Death Rider who, DDT and won. But that was fucking sick. Who anyway. asked if you were ever going to leave me out of the podcast? Well, um, really big muscles. It might. Oh, be that's really... Michael Sweeney. Oh, it's um, Michael Sweeney. Yeah. Bastard. I saw. I saw him doing going for a run earlier. So. He might have really big muscles. We never know. <laughs> never. Um, okay, so we run the 24-7. EC3, yes, EC3. No, it was just... Yeah, we run EC3. Not, it was, EC3 was there, but there was no 24-7 stuff. It no, was no, just... no, yeah, EC3 referee stuff, sorry. No, he wasn't a referee. Oh, yeah, no, he just got laid out or whatever by Collins. New Day came out, put his jacket over him. Says Sammy said they weren't guests. Said they weren't wild cards, which I guess makes the, means they're invading Raw. Yeah, um, Raw. The only time when Raw and SmackDown superstars come together, they, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't wait till they use that tagline in Survivor Series. They can't. Play. Surely they can. And they're all like, <laughs> "There's no way." Imagine. Ugh. Anyway, um, yeah, no. This just sets up, um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus Xavier Woods and Biggie. Uh, then yeah. backstage, they, I think. No, but Kevin they did Anderson. Well, go on. They did that thing where they like shook EC3's head. Sure. No, remember they, so. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, they did this thing where like, oh, it was really weird. Where like EC3 got knocked out by Seth Rollins. Yeah. And then EC3 had to like sanction the match. The big sticks man tag. So they, the, the new they held up EC3 and they're like, do you sanction this match? And the, <laughs> Big E just shook EC3's head. Oh. EC3 sold it perfectly because he was just limp. What and a was, genius. I, I like uh, EC3. Not great in the ring. Um, backstage, Gallon Anderson meeting with AJ Styles, and AJ is just basically like, "You fucking lost your edge, man. What happened to the club? You are it's pretty shit. great. You are shit. Go with." And then they're like, "Okay, we're gonna go prove you wrong." And what did they do, Kieran? 
What did they do to prove good old Alan Jones style run? They have a match, right? Yeah, but they f- what did they-, they lost in two minutes against the Usos. Way yeah. to go, lad. In fairness, it's the Usos, so like they're fairly big, but like it was still, it was very much like this is this is very clearly, and we see it more in Stomping Ground. This is built into a Styles heel turn. Yeah, it is obviously. I mean, I cannot uh, wait. We're not going to talk about Raw last night, but like it very close. Yeah, it's happening. I think it's going to be amazing when it happens, and they hopefully will bring Balor in in some aspect. Oh, imagine the club! Like, uh, oh my God, the club against the Undisputed Era. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I'd bring. They're probably going to bring back Evolution as well. Did you see um, that? Triple H, Triple H is in the club for Japan. Yeah. Why? Because oh, he does too sweet. They call Pick. it what? What was it? it? Was like the Turkish Wolf when he did it. Why not Balor? Because <laughs> like, oh, the Triple H wants to be. He wants that like on his resume, doesn't he? In the Hall of Fame oh. when he's eventually inducted, he's going to be the a sh- member of the Click and the Club, the Shield, the Club, Bullet Club. Oh yeah, he was Ev- in the Shield, wasn't he? Fuck. Evolution. Look, it's that I, I I'd pay to see that match, man. I love Triple H. Yeah, I'm such a fucking WWE mark. I hate myself. Yeah. W. Uh, Steve left, so I'll see you later, Steve. Um, oh, bye, Steve. Thanks for joining. He said, like, "He said I'll catch the rest later." And there's four people in here. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's nice. Um, okay, yeah, that, the six man tag happened. Yeah. And who sure. won that? Who? Okay. I'm pretty sure Biggie got a good hot tag. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like obviously I'd say it's solid C grade match. Look, it was it was a raw tag team match. All right, it was fine. Yeah. Holla holla, yeah. Player player. And Paul Heyman came out, cut a promo saying, hey, maybe Brock will be there on Sunday. Maybe not. Who fucking knows? It's fine. Wait, do you say that you said he kept calling himself like Jew Boy or something? Was it? Jew Boy? <laughs> you you said he kept calling himself something. He said no more Mr. Nice Jew last week. Oh, okay. He refers to himself as Jewish a lot. I find it odd. Mm. But like, that being said, I'm not a Jew. Maybe they all do it. I don't fucking know. I can imagine Brock. <laughs> just what? Like, what? Brock, Brock at his bar mitzvah. Sure, okay. Brock. He's Brock. not 13, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining Brock at a Jewish festival. Before, You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> this is a Roman segment. Beats up people. Um, I don't know. It's, your it's s- Roman Reigns. It's Roman Reigns. Your brother's giving out some decent theories and your sister is just shutting them down. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's happening? What are they saying? Not my theory, but what happens if the club gets sick of AJ being a party pooper and he decides to reunite Balor and turn heel on AJ? Party pooper? And your sister just goes, no. <laughs> uh, look, that could be an interesting storyline, but I don't think WWE are smart enough to do that and I don't think they want to turn Balor heel as well. AJ is a bland face. Balor, we know, can have a bit of personality, especially with the demon gimmick. Yeah, I, good, I yeah. think AJ's going to lose at Extreme Rules, and he might lose again at SummerSlam, but mm. on either one of the pay-per-views, he's going to turn heel all of a sudden, and he's going to reunite with the club, and he'll win the title in the next one, I just think. Give, just give me a best of 56 against... Uh... Ricochet? Yeah. Okay. The match on Raw was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. Um, Moving on. There's a tag match, mm. a women's tag match between... The Iconics and Nikki Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss for the tag championships. The Iconics, Iconics, Iconic, won by roll up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they've they're actually having a match, which is good. Uh, it was um, Billy Kay's birthday this week, and they brought out the compilation. 
You've yeah. got to be joking me. You've got to be joking. I love that. <laughs> Kayla! Kayla! Um, man, I love the Iconics. Oh, they are good. They are good. Rollins and Daniel Bryan are about to have a match. They have a bit of a short one. Then Rowan attacks Rollins to cause a DQ. And the New Day make the save. The Revival and Sammy come out and attack the New Day. And the Usos come down to help and hit the Topes on the heels. Officials send everyone's back. And Rollins and Brian will restart after the break. So no wrestling or commercial breaks. They just, um, they just sit down beside each other. Have an hour. Hang on one second. Yeah. Yeah, they, had a, uh, they restarted. And uh, right, Rollins, Rollins won by stomping a... Previously injured, concussed Daniel Bryan's head into the mat. Ah, he does that every match, like though, doesn't he? Yeah. To be fair, there's been oh, that by the way about head injuries, that bump poor Foxy took the other night. Wow. John yeah, Woo. John Woo. Fucking thought he was dead. Um, anyway, yeah, the Bronze won with the stomp after they restarted. Yes, he um, does. Corbin came out, attacked him, and holds up the Universal title. Yeah, when you hold up the Universal title, you don't win, Baron. No, you generally do not. No. All right. I'm going to try and get SmackDown notes. Yep. Uh, it was we'll a decent about... show. It was okay. Like yeah, the we'll talk... Raw was. Yeah, we'll talk about OTT before, in the intervals while you're looking for SmackDown. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah what, explain, explain to the people what happened with us and during that Darby Allen Scotty Davis thing. I couldn't like, tell you. What did happen? We, Scotty, oh yeah, no. Yeah, Scotty. All of a sudden, they're fucking sprinting towards us, and it's guy who obviously works for him. Like he's like, yeah, the fucking way, and like pushes us to the side, and we're like, yeah, oh shit. Because Darby Allen and Scotty Davis are like slapping the hell out of each other on the ramp, and they're about to do something, and they moved us all out of the way because I don't, I don't think they know what's gonna happen in the match. They're just they're there to move people yeah. out of the way whenever there's a dive at them. So they were like, move out of the way. And me and Kieran re- very nearly got hit by Darby Allen. But I don't think they, oh it was a great match. Um some of the stuff that Darby Allen does is just really good. Okay. Smackdown. Uh New Day make the radio down to the ring. Kingston comes out, throws pancakes, blah blah blah. They they cut a promo. Ziggler comes out, didn't doesn't deserve to be champion. It should have been me. Nothing happens. It's a nothing promo. Yeah, um, it's, same, same. Dolph Ziggler defeats Xavier Woods. Copy and paste. Copy and yeah. paste. It's all right. It's a fine match. Um, wins with the zigzag, I believe. Yeah. Oh no, it was a really good match. That thing where, that thing where like he tied Xavier Woods up into the, into the, uh, into the ropes, and then, uh, and then super kicked him in the head. That was fucking good. It's very, yeah. good. it was really good. Uh, there's too many people who have a super f- kick finisher at the moment. It's just, I thought every finisher would be different, and then they've got like five different people using the super kick as a finish. Super kick normally a setup move. It's just. It's fucking nice though, that's the thing. It is a nice move. Um there was a moment of bliss. It was a fucking great moment of bliss. Oh, there were some good lines in here, man. Yeah, this was really good. What was it? Uh you peaked in NXT was the hurdle. Yeah. And then Alexa was talking about how Bailey bullied her in NXT. It was fucking yeah. good. This is actually turned this turned the storyline around. This actually made it for the a very been okay process. the whole time. Yeah, to be fair, they've they've done well compared to the, like the last storyline they had between the two. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, fair play to them. Very good. Heavy Machinery defeated the B team. Oh, this was. F- Did you hear Brian on commentary? I know I'm probably rehashing it from 
people have watched, but Daniel Bryan was like, nah, they're all shit. They're shit. The heavy, heavy, heavy machinery aren't great. Oh. But then but then when they hit like the trash compactor, Daniel Bryan yeah. was like, oh, that's a move we need to be worried about. He like put them over. He was like, that's huh. a move we need to be worried about. And I'm pretty sure there's a line from Daniel Bryan when uh, when uh, Otis hit like the worm. Yeah. There was, there was something like, I don't know what it was. I might look it up. Um, don't bother. Don't bother. Look it up. Do you no, think, yeah, do no. Not enough time. Yeah, no, here, there was a, there was something like a comment, but then like they he put over the finisher, like we need to avoid that. And Rowan just sat there and said no. Hmm. Was he was he supposed to be on commentary? He was on commentary. He had the headset That's on. Great. He didn't say anything. <laughs> and Seth Rollins attacked the B team with a chair afterwards because they were they could have been referee. Yeah, apparently. Uh, McMahon comes out. He's just Shane McMahon, isn't he? It's I think it's a Miss TV segment. Is it? Sweaty McSweaty bollocks comes out and just cuts the same promo. Give him give give Shane twenty minutes everywhere. And yeah, um, yeah. Who who was it? Who who was it? Who was in an interview and said like Shane's dominating the TV? Someone someone said like Shane's oh. like someone said like Shane is like taken over and it's not good. I don't know who it is. Um, it might have been Jericho, maybe. No, it was someone. No, recently. he said that about Corbin, didn't he? Yeah, um, I don't know, but anyway, some like not people aren't happy with Shane. Yeah, well, they haven't been for a long time. No. I, no, it's and they're gonna outlaw. They're gonna outlast the company. I mean, Triple H isn't gonna take off. They're gonna give the Shane. No, no, it'll be Triple H. There's not a doubt in my mind. And he just fires Shane straight away. I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> or he's just like, he's like, Shane, you're gonna be in the first bra and panties match of the PG era. Oh my gosh! Get yourself ready. Drew McIntyre and Elias with Shane McMahon defeated the Miz and Our Truth in an elimination match. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, they were talking about did they put off the rule? Did they put off the title thing? Uh, like they did when the Elias yeah, won the did. title, uh, but they didn't really announce it. It was really weird. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. Um, a lot of awesome truth back in bands back together. I like like I, I like that storyline back in 2011 when they like it, then when they like attacked everyone and they like opened the cage with like the bolt cutters. I wasn't watching then, so I don't know. Oh, it was a great story. Like, you would watch it like Awesome Truth invaded and got like arrested because they like opened the cage of bull cutters in the triple threat. It was like CM Punk, Del Rio, and S- Cena. And they attacked mm. everyone. And, and, and like Awesome Truth came in and they attacked everyone with hoods because they got fired weeks before. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of um, died out after that. But it was a great storyline. Our Truth is trying to leave the arena. He goes to a car. He passes Carmella. And the car <laughs> has a referee in it. And he looks at Carmella. <laughs> And all of a sudden, it's not bloody Carmel. It's Drake Maverick in disguise. Oh. Drake Maverick rolls him up and drives away for the, with the title. Uh, can we just add the fake tits fell out when he when he was pinning him, and then he used the, he used the car for leverage. Apparently, they cost a fair bit of money. He put that on Twitter. He used the car for leverage, and then what Drake Maverick did after this was just the so wedding weird. stuff. So, yeah, we talked no, about no, no, no. Where he had it in the drive-through. It was what. It was, he was filming himself. Do you not see this? He filmed himself going all around with the belt. Huh. He was at a he was at a drive through and they were like, uh, this is your order. And he's like, Do you know I'm the 24-7 champ? And then he was like, just and he was still in like the Carmela tank top and he's <laughs> going through the airport. And then Alistair Black put up on his Instagram like a photo of Drake Maverick with like a thinking emoji. Huh. Like Drake Maverick was asleep, still in this Carmela gear. <laughs> it's 
brilliant. Jake Maverick just went everywhere. He was like, do you know him the 24-7 champion? He had it around his waist in the airport. It's like, that's why it's getting like 50% more views than anything else on the YouTube channel. Because it's creative. It's funny. It's fucking good. Um, Seth Rollins and Kova Kingston versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, two or three falls or something like that. Elimin- like that. Elimination match. And then the faces won 2-0. Yep. yep. Good match. Good match. Pointless storyline. Well, that's nearly everything in Raw and SmackDown right now. Yeah. Uh, now we move on to Stomping Ground. So I'm just going to get what happened up there. Good show overall, I thought. Yeah, yeah, it surprised me because it was one of them shows that came out of the blue. I mean, we were like, oh my God, Stomping Ground is a Sunday. I got home. I don't know. I watched Ricochet and Joe. I watched up until Ricochet and Joe when I came home from OTT. Yeah, and then I went to bed and I watched the rest of it the next day, and I thought it was good. It was the Ricochet Joe match was very good. Um, I just hope I just want to see a Ricochet open challenge. Just fucking get give me Ricochet Buddy Murphy, give me Ricochet Mustafa Ali. Oh, they could be fantastic matches. Maybe they'll do them on the house show circuit or something. I don't know. Yeah, I wish you could check who the four people are in the chat, and but I'm assuming it's your brother, or your sister. No, your sister's gone. Your brother's gone. Um, your sister, uh, really big mus- uh, my- uh, Michael, uh, Rory, and someone else. So, oh, Rory's still listening. Yeah, no, Ro- this is Rory. Uh, this is Rory Monahan. He is a uh, alleged wrestling podcast uh, regular, and he lives in America. And he's like an IT. He has an IT podcast. So, yeah, g- give it. Put the name in the chat, and we'll plug it to like the other three people in here. Rory. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but loads of people will like. We get decent views when we put it up as a video. Oh, so, yeah. so just okay, like. stick it in there and we'll plug it for you. If you um, have any IT questions. Anyway, let's stop rambling. Yeah, pre-show match. Drew Gulak won in a triple threat against Tony Nese and Akira Tozawa. Yeah, the yeah I, love, I, love, I love Drew Gulak. This whole, PowerPoint, this whole PowerPoint thing was really stupid, but he had a new entrance. He's gone now, though, isn't he? He's not doing... He's yeah, doing yeah. He's, he's serious. He just His match with Kushida was really good. Uh, he just came out and he, uh, the Gulak... He's got just a fucking badass finisher, and he's fucking good. Uh, yeah, Five Bytes podcast, the IT podcast, Rory's podcast. Go check it out if you're having any IT, definitely. IT, pro- IT problems. He's helped us out. Uh, yeah, he's he's a good man. He's a good lad. Um, uh, thank you, Rory. Um, Becky Lynch with the disarmor, which was tapped out in like two seconds, beat beat Lacey Evans. Yeah, um, just. Like it was, it was a good match. It was better than their last one, I thought. Yeah, it was a really nothing. Like I don't know. It's... Although there was one bit where Becky really like loudly called the spot. It was like watching John Cena. It was weird. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that these days. I'm pretty sure in the tag match on Raw last week, Becky was like to Bailey, "Come back." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Jesus." Yeah, Rory's. Oh, Rory's living back in Ireland now. Congrats. Oh, really? Congrats. Um, catch you up soon if you're going to OTT. Meet meet you up before meet up beforehand. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, uh, Lacey died out, but uh, I, I've heard a lot of stuff that like once La- Lacey turns face, gets this military gimmick, she's gonna do really well because you know the way she's she apparently she has killed someone in the army. Oh. No, no, um, no, 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 no. Listen, on on, on Judy. Oh no! Obviously, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I no, think she was an, a murderer. No, no, on Judy, she has like. She was like she is fought for her country. Like they have a really good gimmick. They have a really good babyface gimmick there, and she would get really over if she was like 
if they don't put in a storyline with like if they don't make it really racist but like like you remember Muhammad Hassan and all that sort of stuff yeah I think she could do really well with that babyface gimmick but the heel gimmick's just not working at the moment well it's doing okay it's just not she just hasn't impressed in the ring too much yeah she had some great matches in the May Young Classic make her a babyface I, d- I don't know how you're going to seamlessly do that but like in the future she needs to be a babyface and play off this real life story yeah because it's um, a really really interesting story then we had our match of the night, which was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens beating Big E and Xavier Woods. Yeah. Great match. Really it, good match. Really good match. This just shows how good all four of these guys are. But Sammy just keeps getting used. Probably Sammy is so good, but the character is just not clicking at the moment. Um I, I don't know. It. Yeah, I, I the character's never fully clicked. I still think he's good. Yeah. There's nothing better than a Big E hot tag. Uh what about when Biggie, when Biggie, Biggie, Biggie has tits, yes. <laughs> oh, you're, oh, no, I'm, oh, oh, fuck. Okay, well, I fell into that one. Uh, you, you've proven me wrong. Yeah. Um, she, <laughs> does he, Biggie, when Biggie flies through the middle rope, he doesn't put his hands up. He just flies into people. Have you seen it? Well, it's like a headbutt, isn't it? It's suicide dive, yeah. Um, like, really good match, though. Yeah, really. I really did enjoy. It. I, I I love how all the people in the ring. People say they're gonna break up the new day. They can't. They're not w- doing that. W- time w- time. They make they sell too much. WWE can't afford to break up the new day. They will lose so much money. Exactly. So, so many fans. Um, I don't yeah. know. match for me. Match of the night. I don't know about you. Yeah, my favorite new day. I'm just saying. My my when my my favorite new day moment was that with the duet with the Rock. Where they were like you, where you have llama penises strapped to your forehead. What? Do you remember in like remember when they were heels and the Rock came out? Ah, yes, and, yes, I remember. And they were like, "How can I take you seriously when you're three guys with llama penises strapped to your foreheads?" <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "What?" <laughs> I always forget they were heels, but people hated them at first. Yeah, that's the ter- the heel turn turned around for them. Yeah. Um. Then Ricochet, for me, in a surprise win, beat Samoa Joe for the US title. Oh. Yeah, this was amazing. This is brilliant. Very mm-hmm. good match. I, this I was when sorry. I was like, "Oh shit, this is actually a good pay per view." Yeah, I feel sorry for Joe, but now he's uh, as we'll get on to next week. He's main event the, picture, main, main event picture, and I think he's gonna be the one to take the title off. He could be. It, it just the only thing that worries me is it's like it's so soon before mm. SummerSlam. Yeah, him and Wendy. I don't know what will happen. Him and Wendy. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, okay, yeah, uh, good match. Very good. Very match. good match. Very good match. Um, that's Ricochet's fin- best singles match in WWE so far, I think. Yeah, it's up, it's up there. Hello. Well, Kieran's gone again. Yeah, Ricochet did really well. That that. Uh, Am I gone? No, you're not. You're still here. Okay, cool. You're still here, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you cool. Said Kieran's gone. Yeah, no, I thought you were gone. Oh no. No, the um, no, that six thirty seems like the hardest move to pull off, and he and he does it so consistently. Oh, ex- yeah, except for the one against Cesaro, but like yeah, but that's one in a million, like yeah, and then just he just like just open challenge, it's just screaming for an open challenge gimmick because an open challenge gimmick takes up half an hour of TV time that we that like that is so much better TV than Shane McMahon, yeah. We could get half an hour. We could get some surprises. NXT people coming up. Buddy Murphy, Mustafa Ali. Like, you you, you have people. Like, remember the John Cena Open Challenge? Sami Zayn comes out. I think half the reason that worked, though, oh. is because John Cena, was so, he's such a big name. Like, Oh, no, but still, like, if, if, 
ricochet Buddy Murphy. Just give me a needle and jam me. Great, like, like I don't care. Just ricochet against anyone's gonna work. Um. Then next match we had Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan winning against Heavy Machinery. Machinery, fuck, for the SmackDown Tag Championships. But, the crowd love Bryan. Yeah, but there was a roll up, so uh, it's open to a rematch. No, yeah, and I, I wouldn't mind a rematch, but like yeah, the crowd it, were insane. It came the crowd out. were really good this whole show. Yeah, because the Washington boy it was his hometown. Yeah, I know, but like it was still like weird. They didn't yeah. even fucking pop for the worm. Yeah, the crowd was insane. But he, surprisingly, because we forgot to touch on this at the start, but um, half the arena was blacked off. Yeah, by, they did. Curtain, but they were fucking hot, to be fair to them. It was like one of the best crowds in a while, I thought. Yeah, fair play to them. And they, uh, they, they delivered a show. The shackles came slightly off. There was one hang. another really good match. Yeah. Um, just really yeah, fun. Yeah, and there's going to be a rematch. And oh, I just love Dozovich. He's just that that fucking worm is really good. They're both good, man. Although Otis yeah. is probably the best. Yeah, took I don't think they could be single stars. That's no, the only thing. Not at all. Really I'm really worried if they get broken up. They won't be, not yet. No. Um I just don't want them to get ascension treatment. <laughs> Where are oh, they? Fuck me yeah. with that. Where the fuck even are they? Anyway. Uh, uh they have a weird gimmick in your NXT re review at the moment, don't they? It's it's more of just like an underdeveloped version of what they get. Yeah, they were great. I remember they had like a match of the night against Kalisto and fucking <laughs> Sin Cara. Sin Cara, yeah. But like, uh, I don't know. I'm anyway. I'm, I'm excited to see like because I know they have this insane, insanely long championship reign that hasn't. Yeah. Been oh, there. they did. Yeah, for 360 or 70 days. NXT oh. re- NXT review, by the way. New episode coming out soon. Hopefully soon. Right, yeah, well, you can put it up without the, with the watermark. It doesn't matter. And yeah. uh, Indie Corner. Since Kieran's going to be away, I'm going to have to record loads. I mean, I'm yeah, just... you're going to have to fill up the channel, replace all my streams. Yeah, I was, I was, I was out last night, so apologies for my very sore, very hoarse voice. Um, but uh, anyway. We had Bailey versus Alexa Bliss, which Bailey won for the SmackDown Tag Championship. Was uh, this match of the show? Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. There's a big uh, match coming up. We'll talk about. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like the storyline. Was great. Um, Better was, than the last match. What was the finish again? There was a Nikki Cross finish. Wasn't it? There's oh, some... it was. Oh, it's kind of complicated. Um, Alexa and Nikki were outside the ring. Um, Bailey did a suicide dive, and Alexa kind of used Nikki to shield her while she while she ran away. Yeah, Nikki. But then got... Nikki just kind of blamed Bailey for it and tried to attack yeah. Bailey, but wasn't able to. Yeah, did you see the photo that Bailey took afterwards of like her with all her championships? Jesus, she's won a fucking lot. Has she? Really? Tag titles, NXT yeah. title, Raw, SmackDown. She's yeah. got fucking loads. She's no Charlotte who has like 15 title reigns or whatever. Yeah, but she's got similar titles. Bailey's so diverse. Yeah, that's true. I guess she yeah. has won a bit of everything. Actually. Jesus, Charlotte wasn't on a pay-per-view. Fucking hell. Forgot about that. A lot of people were missing from this, though. Finn Balor. Yeah, they're saving them for a big weekend in August. I've been saying they're saving Finn Balor for a big thing for about three years now, and nothing's happened, so... Yeah, I know. Bring him back to OTT. Yeah, do, please. We need him. Finn Balor against Scotty Davis. Finn Balor against literally anyone. I in my veins. 
Um, then we got Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre and Jay McMahon. I didn't watch this match. I skipped it. Was it good? Uh, it was okay. Uh, Better than the Mania one? Yeah, and then... Oh, good. Yeah, it was better because well, Shane was at ringside and he was kind of getting involved. I'm pretty sure Shane Shane got involved with it. If you, I don't know if you have the notes there. I'm pretty sure Shane hit him with a coast to coast or tried to hit him with a coast to coast. Yeah, I know he tried to. Yeah, uh, it's it. it I'm gonna say I, I'm, this is kind of gonna be my thing. If I don't know what to say about a match, I just give it a solid C grade. It was one of those that it's not great, but it's not terrible. Like it'll it'll do. In the but Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns deserve a lot better. They're yeah. getting but they're getting weighed down by sweaty bollocks himself. I I think Roman deserves better. I like I said last week. I just don't like Drew. That's yeah. me. Any thoughts in the chat? Because I mean, like, I, I when you give us feedback, we can talk about it, and I I, I don't get stuck. <laughs> um. Well, we'll just move on to the next match, which I think was the weakest one of the whole show: Kofi and Ziggler in a steel cage match. Just boring i thought it was boring but i had the best finish of the night mm, what were the other what were the other finishes oh no this is best finish by 100 percent. don't don't question it it was the most creative finish we won arkham city go away michael anyway <laughs> uh some two weeks from now hey michael you, you to be fair all them jogs that you're doing you're looking ripped fucking go for a tryout nxt tryout michael go michael sweeney tryout, bro. michael sweeney um but yeah, that was a good finish. It was clever, but everything else was so fucking boring. Yeah, but that finish just went cold. Basically, for all you don't know, when Ziggler's crawling for the ropes and Kofi looks up and Kofi just jumps out and face plants. He just yeets through he, the fucking door. He literally face planted. He probably broke his nose. Like, Yeah. Uh, uh, fucking boring, though. It was really disappointing. I thought it'd be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it, it like it was just I don't get steel cage matches anymore because like I'd love to see more battling on top of the cage and moves from the top of the cage, but uh they're much more dangerous though, in fairness. I know, yeah, but like imagine like you just you, you like these two they can't they've been when you think about it, I remember WWE Vault, you know that Sky Sports thing. I remember I've, I've said this yeah. before where it was like Kofi you brought it up in literally every episode we've done so far. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, and put it in perspective. <laughs> put it in perspective, like Kofi and Ziggler in 2011, I'm gonna two or three falls match with Vicky Guerrero at ringside, Bleach Blonde yeah. Dolph and Jamaican Kofi. Like they've been around for a long time, and their chemistry is good. But just like the storyline they've been given is just Dolph's just been brought back because they don't have anyone else, and they're trying to like they. I say they were trying to keep Joe or keep whoever they were gonna pick because they obviously picked Joe till yeah. SummerSlam. They weren't gonna put Joe in like stomping ground against Kofi for the title. Um, which obviously which obviously reflects that they might think very highly on Joe and they're trying to keep him for a big win. So that's exciting. But like as far as Ziggler, yeah, he can go he can go do his comedy. Nick and Emmett can go do his comedy. Sure. Anything in the chat there before we move on to the last match? And our last talking thing of the show. Uh we won Arkham City, that's about it. Um right. uh thanks for listening to everyone who's on here we're gonna have like five minutes if you're okay with it we're gonna have a small discussion about ott at the end just our thoughts and then i'll do i'll do a full review. I, I might have to go man yeah yeah no problem okay um last match corbin corbin is uh baron corbin and seth rollins for the universe being the really clever pick i thought of lacey evans 
It makes yeah. so much sense, and it's so unexpected. It was like it felt like a twist in a t- in a really good TV show where you're like, "Oh, that's that's so good." Yeah, it was so obvious, and yet I didn't see it coming, man. Yeah, I was like, "Okay, it's a great great theme song as well." Anytime I get to hear that song, it's fucking it's okay. It's good. Um, First like ten seconds of it are good, then the rest is the what? What? Just so traditional on to. Nana three four. Oh jeez. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Seth is a great theme, man. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Burn it down. I'm glad they burned in the burn it down because it used to be an awkward pause. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I remember it's just a really awkward pause. It's just like he's just waiting there, and then all of a sudden he just bangs his chest. Yeah. Uh, um. This is a much better match than I thought it'd be. Yeah, uh, it like uh, didn't I tell you? I called it last week. You did, in fairness. Thank you very much. The double, but like I was, I was impressed with this because I, I felt I didn't, I get, I got heat from me, but it wasn't go away heat. It was the exact sort of thing they wanted. Oh God, Zoe Dunn's in the chat. Oh, oh this is what you get when you put on your personal thing, man. Oh, Just no. ignore it. Ignore. It. Let's not talk about that. Let's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're podcast. Anyway, um. Yeah, it got genuine good heat from me, and it I did. was impressed. Uh, well, like, it's wait. unusual because usually Baron just for me gets go away heat because I don't like him. Yeah, Lacey with her like sore hand thing. Yeah, she, oh, that uh, was good. And then Corey yeah. Graves immediately is like, "Well, that's because Becky put her in this armor, man. That's not her fault." Which yeah, is so was, clever. It's a good, it's a good call. To be fair, commentaries get a lot of work. It was, it was a great call. Um, it's better than. Better than Cor- considering some of Corey's calls is included. You beat the champion, you get their title. Yeah. Um, oh. I like the table spot as well. And then the counting, and then her being like, fine, no countouts, all right? I mean, like, I know they're not into intergender, but like, just for. They're doing intergender. Was, they're doing the mix. Yeah. Tag match. Yeah, then fucking Seth Rollins just curb some Lacey Evans, please. Ah, no, that'd be a bit much. Uh, some really brutal move. They did the Nia Jax stuff in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and then the Nia Jax and Dean Ambrose. It's oh, just yeah. John John Moxley was like, "We're joking about. We were joking about that backstage." Oh. Yeah, but they, they, he seemed okay with it. But they were just that. That was the moment when he realized he was just getting buried to fuck. He didn't even get buried that bad, in fairness. Rory said, "Zoe's got heat." Yes, Rory. <laughs> Yeah, it's go away heat though. That's the problem. It's not. It's not good heel heat, man. Oh yeah, it's like, what kind of heat is it? Yeah, it's like go away. Heat. Shane McMahon heat. Oh yeah, yeah. Zoe, Shane O'Mac. Anyway, um, Rory, Rory was at that rumble. Jesus, Rory, can I have some of your money, please? Really? Fuck, that must have been. Oh, that's the most recent one. So that was. That was good. So you got to saw the two maybe up up there in women's matches. It was also Becky versus Oscar, and then Ronda versus um Sasha Banks. The women's rumble that was shit until the last ten minutes. Yeah, and the men's rumble that was pretty good. Yeah, Rory Kieran's uncle used to work for WWE, but they asked him to move to Stanford. Yeah. So now, so now uh, we have backstage. Uh, we've backstage in, in uh, backstage news that uh, Kieran's uncle is showing up in AW. Oh yeah, no, big time. Yep. He's pushing. He's signed. Yeah, he's he's actually been signed. He's gonna be on the net. Yeah. Confirmed. Um, his name rhymes with Paul Levesque. So you know. Chick Magda Punk. 
M. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's called here, though. That's what? The, CM Punk said in that podcast before. They were like, what does CM stand for? He's like, chick magnet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we've gone off topic. Good match. I enjoy, I enjoyed the match. I like when Becky came out, even though I thought it was weird they didn't kiss after the match. Yeah. Kind of and then she spanked him on the ass, which I thought was fucking hysterical. Yeah. And then he was like, ow, a little too hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, we forgot to talk about the really cool backstage thing with Ricochet when like he came in. Oh, when I like, came in hard for this match. And, and everyone was like, congratulations, congratulations. And then AJ was just standing. Oh, and, then, and then they went over to do the, didn't they do a oh, they... photo shoot? Yeah, and then fucking Gallows and Anderson come in, and they're just kind of like pushing around, like, "Yeah, come on, too sweet, man, too sweet, come on." Too yeah, sweet. and then AJ and he's just like, "Can you fucking leave me alone?" And then Styles comes in, is like, "See you Monday, dude." Oh, man, too sweet. Give me a too sweet there, Ricochet. One million dollar <laughs> contract. Great. See you. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Oh, we're getting club again. I cannot fucking wait. Yeah, I just just give me like the magic killer Gallows and Anderson just beat the shit because Gallow. Ga- Anderson was the IWGP heavyweight champion at one stage in New Japan. Like he genuinely was. Like he was Yeah, I know. Like they're he's good. They're both decent. Like and bring back that nickname. In New Japan, he was called Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Yeah. Bring that fucking back. White man, like oh more club stuff. I can't fucking wait. Yeah. Rory I said PLAJ. I can't wait for it. Yeah, Rory said Becky feels stale. I don't really care about her tweets anymore. Yeah, yeah, she's been. I think she was. She got a bit shit when she got the limp. Hmm. Um. After at the rumble, I think was it, or no, it was a bit after the rumble. Yeah. Um. And then she was kind of riding the wave of goodwill she had built up up until Mania. Um. Which was definitely helped by the segment just before Mania, where they were like kicking, they were like taking away in the police cars and the like windows kicked off by Ronda or whatever. And then since then, it's been nothing. Best, best, best Phoenix shit. Oh, yeah, but Edge. But, like, in in total fairness to her, they never book face champions well, especially underdog face champions that everyone gets behind. Like, Daniel Bryan's first feud after WrestleMania 30 was against fucking Kane. Yeah. Um, they, they, they can never... Seth Rollins, is, his first one has been against fucking, like, Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. They never do it well. But, yeah, it's gotten really tiresome. Yeah, it's not great. Um, what a twenty four isn't any good as well. Yeah, is that the end of Stomping Around? Is it? Yeah, that's the end of the show. Good, yeah, show, much better show than I thought it would ever be. Yeah, um, any right to be. To be fair, I prefer doing this than this is actually a lot easier for us to do. The, and it seems it seems like we can interact with people while we're doing it, and then we can turn it into a video. I'm actually liking this kind of setup. Yeah, it's actually not bad. Yeah, it doesn't mean we have to like rely on being places and then. Background yeah. noise, background noise. Anyway, uh, t- like t- at the second you said that, I hear the background noise of a fucking like faucet going off. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> my my darling father making a cup of tea. Oh. Uh, anyway, for the last bit of the po- uh, <sighs> coffee, for the, for the last bit, uh, we're just gonna talk like a few of our favorite moments from OTT. Just go through the card and I'll tell you if I like the match or not. You have the card with you? No, I'm just, we're just going to talk about like some of the bits that like we remember. I'm, I'm going to go through. Um, I just want to say, Rory, uh, bef- have you seen all the spoilers on Twitter? On the alleged wrestling Twitter? Or- While we wait for him to respond, I will say, I got a picture with Bandito, and I was very happy. Got a picture with Ray Horace, and I was very happy. Got a picture with King Puma King, and I was very happy. And Raven Creed as well. She was super nice. Yeah, um, and then 
you got to pick with Jordan Devlin eventually. Yeah, but here's the thing about the Jordan Devlin picture. I got Rain to take it, yeah, and he takes it on my phone. And then I get the phone back, and I'm like, Rain, it didn't take. Rain's like, oh. <laughs> so I had to awkwardly go back. And he was lovely enough to take another picture with me. And I had to awkwardly ask for another picture. Yeah, okay, yeah. Some so, some of the moments. Uh, Is Does Rory know what happens? Yeah, no, he's good. He said, he said, he, he said, go for it. Anyway, Haskins and Thatcher. I love this match. You didn't. Didn't like it. It was just kind of, it went on for a bit. Like, it was a bit long. Yeah, I, I want to say, for a show that was over 15s and not under, and not like 17s. No, it was all of, ages. Yeah, all ages. Some of the stuff in here was, okay, we're yeah. going to go to the first thing. Vicky Haskins coming out looking like that at an all ages show. <laughs> that's, no, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. My I got a picture. I'm on. I'm on fucking Haskins Instagram. Between Vicky's legs. Yeah, I was so happy. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, I got. I got myself some Haskins merch, and anyway, which is nice. I feel bad for not buying any merch. I, I might next time. If I yeah, no, I've got. I got more than hype. I got Vicky, uh, Mark Haskins, and I got uh, the David Starr Independent tongue, which is like more that. than hype. Were great. I love their theme. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some of the moments. Some of the moments that I like. Um, when Bandito and Ray Horace were wrestling, and there was like a power bomb spot, when the kids screamed Batista bomb, yeah, it's hilarious. I was just like, I hope that shows up on the on-demand thing. Oh, I, I already really have the shows up on the audio as well. Um, I loved counting the everyone counting in Spanish. Oh yeah, I Uno for, laughing for all of that. Yeah, and then when everyone was getting serious, and everyone just kept shouting Uno, and then there was some guy, We want Cinco. <laughs> Yeah, and then fucking Ray Horace or Bandito, whichever one, yells out oh, yeah. right before he hits the spot. And they were on the ground, and they were, like, putting their hands up. Yeah. And they are feeling... Oh. Um, what was it? Uh, Club Tropicana. Oh, my God. Club Tropicana. Yeah. Oh, they were the right fucking bats and everything. So, basically, for people who don't know, Club Tropicana are an Irish trio, um, and they were fighting against one of the most detestable but it's really good heel teams of Shaw Samuels, Zach Gibson, and Charlie Sterling. The Ranger. And Club Tropicana came on the uh, audio and said, uh, your sister, Charlie, Caroline, is really nice. Uh, it, sounds, it seems like only yesterday that I was with her. And then they said it was yesterday. And then they said that they fucked his sister. It was fucking the, It was in the, such a lame insult. In an in an all ages event, and then, and then they came out to uh, Sweet Caroline, and that was a massive pop. I couldn't. I love that song, so I was so happy. I got to sing the whole thing. Oh no! But when he like, there's like, I saw like four eight year olds in the in like one of the rows, and they just, I they kind of bleeped it, but you could kind of still hear the word. Oh well, it, look, it was fairly obvious. Yeah, and then uh, I'm getting on to my favorite moment of the night in a minute. But um, what do you think of the Devlin match? It was a really good technical match. My back was hurting watching some of them like creaking neck neck creaking spots and back creaking spots. I Sean Guinness is really good. Uh he he's trained in Japan, so he knows what he's doing. Uh yeah, I really liked the match. I don't know about you, but I thought it was good. I think I was enjoying the first half of it because I'm a pretentious prick and I like things that are slow. But then towards the second half, I was like Oh, this hasn't really kicked up into a higher gear like I thought it was going to, and I kind of, I've kind of soured on it the more yeah. I think about it. And then I think we're going to finish with the best David Starr against Walter is going to be a five. Easily the best match of the night. Five star match. It was brilliant. Uh, David. Oh, Starr, maybe it wasn't five star. It's going to be five star. Watch. Oh, I don't know. The slap where David Starr's sweat just lifted into oh. the air. Okay, oh, we're going to. And the best moment of the night. 
the belt is on the edge of the ring rory i'm sure you've seen this this is just beautiful the belt the uk we uk title is on the edge of the ring i don't know how they agreed to do this i don't know if they did but, but walter basically the story tonight is david Starr was like just like kicking his feet oh pete dunn's really pissed off with david Starr, by the way on twitter really yeah really really pissed off what's he said uh, he said like uh independent x contract x because you know that he both bit of both yeah uh, it was like things i hate independence x contracts x david star tick uh, anyway so the belt's on the edge of the ring david star picks it up this is after a load of, like he david the storyline was brilliant where they were just selling walter's leg where he was just like kicking the shit out of walter's leg and then yeah that, it was it was really good the way they focused on one body part wasn't it because walter needed to be chopped down well yeah that's standard stuff for a yeah. big guy like and they grab and he grabs the belt I wish I could play the audio, but he goes, "This is what you work for. This is what you want, man. You this fuck. is what means most to you in the fucking world. You yeah, fucking sell out. Like, you fucking sell out." And everyone went mental. He puts the belt on the ground and stamps the fuck out of it. And it was so so good. good. Oh my god, it was amazing. And the crowd went mental. And then Walter just picks David Starr up and chops him, <laughs> and the sweat oh. just flies up into the air. David Starr is brilliant. I I I love the quarter zip as well. It's a really nice top, and the, what he's doing right now is amazing. I love the way he has his own his own views on everything, and he's very individual. Yeah, he he's on he's on the OTT podcast. You should actually listen to the OTT podcast as well. They have a lot of podcasts up with Dan Barry. And David, yeah, there's like seventeen episodes. They've got Will Osprey, Pete Dunne, all them on the podcast. Yeah, they've got really good podcasts up, but. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna bring the title again. That's what Rory said. Yeah, they probably won't. Um, Walter's. Well, I would be surprised. Walter's a really nice dude, but David Starr is just so good at what he does, and he he wrestles everywhere. He's in defiant right now, fighting. He fought Rory Coyle in a videotape recorder match. Don't ask. Right. Uh, no, David Starr is just amazing. He's in WXW. He's such a nice guy as well. He takes his you take his time with him, and he's he's really good, and he's just amazing in the ring. It was it was a fantastic match. I, fantastic. I I don't think it was my second event. The other one, the only other one I had been to was the Scrapper Mania Five. I don't think anything reached the level of either British Strong Style versus King Zip North or Jordan Devlin versus Walter. David Starr, David Starr, yeah. And uh, I just want to say my prediction is Scotty Davis is going to take the title off Mark Haskins, and then he's going to build himself up to win the to win the big one. But first of all, Scotty Davis is winning the gender neutral title. Uh, Terry Thatcher was amazing, and I think they have another match set up. But yeah, uh, it was an amazing night, great show. Fucking so sweaty and so tired, and tiring <laughs> afterwards. So tiring afterwards. Um, yeah, it was really good. Um, hopefully, Rory, now that you're back in Ireland, you can come to the fifth anniversary show or the show that's in September. I'm probably going to go to the Ringside Club show. I think the All Irish one. I'll try to go to that. I want to go, but sadly, I am in Croatia. Fuck you. Oh, poor you. Scary, you're going to America tomorrow. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah. I'll try. I think I might go to the Cork show if I can because Pac is there. Or is it going fast? To... I can't remember. No, it's Cork. I'm definitely going to the Cork show. I'm going to get my, tr- I'm going to book the ticket soon and I'm going to get, we'll, we'll look at trains, me, you and Reese. Sure, yeah. 
yeah we'll see what goes on um but uh thanks for listening to the people in the chat four yeah, people stayed, stayed in stayed in there the whole time because i know this probably wasn't the best podcast you ever listened to and i don't think it'll no, this is the best one i think that's ever existed so far in the universe are the belfast shows a strong rory's asking yeah oh it's my not God. stronger because they know they got to sell out in a different place where British, it's not guaranteed it's actually so, big names it seems it's, it's such an easy bus up. I wish I was going to this, but I'm not gonna, I'm not saying this because I love them, but the besties in the world versus British Strong Style or Mustache Mountain was fucking amazing. It was so good. And uh we might uh, should I reveal that we're getting an intro or I might I've, I've just done it. Well, you've so. just done it there. Go on. Hope yeah. it's all through. I don't think it's falling through that together this weekend, but we are getting an intro for the podcast from the besties in the world. My favorite tag team at the moment. They are so funny. They're very fucking funny. They're very fucking funny. I can't wait. I t- and listen, Matt Fitch had said, "Give me the name of the podcast. Give me the, what you give me. What platform you're on, and we'll wing it." The besties oh. in the world saying they're going to wing it. I cannot wait to see what they say. It'll be something good. We know that. Anyway, we gotta wrap this up because I gotta. I we gotta. We, we gotta wrap this up. I've gotta watch Love Island. And then I've got to watch. And then I've got to watch Friends. I'm watching Friends from the beginning, and I'm on season two, and I want to get deep into season three tonight. That's that's then. I know what season. One. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, like another good show. Like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for coming on, here. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not here the next two weeks, so we'll yeah. figure something out. Um, Rory, if you want to come on, I've no problem having any. I, I want to have as much people as I can on to help me through this. I asked the guys from the alleged, but obviously they don't want to clash with their podcast. Uh, if they want to come on, they can. I might get one of my mates on. But uh, if you want to come on and you want to talk about the wrestling and have a bit of a laugh, then I'll see you then. And thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we are going to end that now. And Kieran? Yep. You want to do your exit or your outro? Oh, yes. Um, as we say, you have it ready to turn off right now, right? Yeah, I've got my finger on the stop button, so make it good, Kieran. Make it good. Um, uh, as we say at the end of every episode of the Hallway Wrestling Podcast, I forgot the name. The truth is, I am Iron Man.